Yo, what up? It's your girl, Kilowatts. I'm pondering some shit in my car. Uh, I just got home from work. And Brent's got Braylon for tonight, which means I'm in for a whole night of my own private thoughts. Which has been a little bit of a battle lately. Um... I'm trying to figure out where the fuck I am right now, like emotionally. So my counselor never ended up calling me. Uh, I waited a half hour, didn't get anything back, randomly got a voicemail from Kaiser an hour later, called them back and never reached anyone. Um, same goes with the other ones. I've had two. I just feel like at this very moment in time, I've been asking for like help. And I'm not getting it, and I don't have, uh, I don't have the means to pay out of pocket for counseling, even though I've got the guarantee for my company that I can go get counseling and everything's paid for, but it's not happening. (laughs) And I've been asking for a while. I was really looking forward to that counseling appointment. So you might be able to tell I'm a little fucking miffed about it. Um, And I have like so much anxiety about technology. So when she didn't call me, right, I didn't want to call anyone. I didn't want to call anything because I was afraid because it's happened many times, especially with my luck. Um, When I pick up the phone to call someone that's when the other person tries to call me and then it goes straight to their voicemail and vice versa. So then I'm just sitting in that weird conundrum where you're like, Oh, but you didn't call me. And then the other person's like, no, I called you. We just so happen to be calling each other at the exact same time (laughs) because that's awesome when that shit happens. Um, so needless to say, I'm, I'm kind of sitting here trying to figure out how the fuck I should feel. And I'm thinking back on all the counseling that I've had throughout my years. Um, especially after I was married to Jake's dad, Brad. And I was thinking about Dr. Wolf in Jacksonville and how he just sort of explained to me, like, what PTSD was. How I was abused and that I needed to accept that this was abuse. And that I'm experiencing PTSD and trauma and I need to go through all these things to get healthy. And I just think to myself, I wish that I could talk to Dr. Wolf because I established such a profound, like, bond with that doctor. Like, he was such a cool counselor. And he really, like, took a liking to me. I was just a young kid going through some bullshit in a town where I didn't have any friends or family and I was trying to escape an abusive marriage. And he was my only, like, outlet to the outside world. That that was the one place I could go where Brad wouldn't get at me for, you know, going without Jake. And so, I mean, I didn't even have a car. Like, I was under the thumb, man. And so when I got into his office the first time, he was sort of getting me, like, really raw and pure, And I feel like that's kind of where I am right now. Only I'm like raw, pure, and jaded as fuck. And also really broken. (laughs) So like, I've been through some things. And um, 
I'm fighting the urge to call Brent crying. Fuck. Like, I'm... I'm mad. I'm so mad. And I'm trying so hard to just keep myself not at that place where I'm, I'm stuck being angry, you know? Um... I've just been ghosted like hardcore and I don't have anybody to talk to about it. And I don't really know where we are with regard to our divorce because the way that Brent put it was like, he only says anything about the divorce when I piss him off about saying anything about Kayla. And like, when I say anything about it, he, you know, especially if I'm being petty, he says to me, well, I'm, I'm tired of this shit. I'm just going to file for divorce. And, um, and I think to myself, like, isn't that, isn't that supposed to be happening? Like, isn't that the number one thing we should be doing right now? Um, because you have a fucking girlfriend, um, and you're like hurting me beyond measure. Shouldn't that be the fucking priority? Not going to visit your bitch in Alaska like at this point if you've already decided to destroy me like get it over with like just get it over with like I don't know what you're fucking waiting for and so I'm just sitting here like okay well you're not gonna you can't hurt me anymore by saying I want a divorce and that you don't want me because I already fucking know that you don't want me and that you want a divorce and so at this point I'm just sitting here like okay so let's do it um but then I the other day I sort of divulged in like this toxic thing where I was like being a bitch because I'm mad. And I am, I called him back the next day and I apologized. I said, look, I don't want to go, I don't want to go to court. Like that's not, that's not the fucking move. Our kid is sad. I am sad. We just want to start over and I don't know how to start over without you and I don't know what to do and I'm sad and I'm lonely and everything fucking sucks right now. I mean, my own mom won't even talk to me. I mean, it's, it's crazy to me. The justification this woman has for abandoning me at the worst moments in my life for real. Like some of those, I mean, she kicked me out when I was pregnant. Like there's a lot of shit where if she can't use me to validate her sense of self, I get shoved to the fucking wayside and she wanted me to placate to this victim thing that she had going on that day that she blew up at me and called me a bitch and left my house. Um, and she wanted me to like participate in, um, and like disparaging remarks toward her best friend. Uh, cause she wouldn't take accountability for her lack of boundaries that she established with her best friend at one of her golf course. Like she's like, this is, not the first time. And I was like, okay, well, what do you expect me to do? Like, I'm not going to gossip with you about your best friend. Like, obviously you failed to establish firm boundaries. And because I called it, like I saw it, um, she told me I was being a bitch and then said, you know what? Maybe you should find somebody else to watch Breelan. And she did that like fucking 15 minutes before I had to leave. (laughs) And she already knew that I had like an intense, um, attendance program at work. She knew everything and she still chose to leave then because she couldn't make it about her. (laughs) That's something I'm learning about 
a lot of people in my life right now and it's like, you don't want to sit with me. You don't want to hear it anymore. That's fine. I get it. But please don't make this about you. Please don't make this time in my life that's a fucking nightmare. Please don't make this about you. This is not about you. This is just me trying to get through a shit time right now. And I don't need you making me feel bad because I'm not making you fucking feel like a fragile flower. Like, you're not a fragile flower, bitch. You've lived a long life and I'm not going to let you die. You're not going to starve to death and, like, have a horrible life. I'm going to take care of you. I love you. You're my mom. But don't fucking make this shit about you. And so then, you know, I, of course, check her Facebook and she's talking shit about me in a special kind of way where she's like, oh, you know, people when they're suffering are very cruel and you have to establish firm boundaries. And I'm just like, bitch, fuck you. (laughs) Like, that is not what happened. What happened was I didn't make you the fucking victim and I didn't placate to your desire for me to validate you and your sense of self for being weaker, which you're not. I'm not going to fucking let you lie to yourself. If you didn't want to establish firm boundaries with your best friend and your knee hurt that day, then tell your friend, look, you can finish. I'm going to sit here. And instead, my mom just let her run the show. And my mom did what she couldn't do physically. And then her knees hurt. And then my mom was angry. She had to come over to my house to watch Braylon, even though she said she would be there. And then refused to come up unless I came downstairs to get the groceries that I never asked her to bring. I mean, it's a lot of setup, dude. Like you set me up real perfect to walk off a fucking cliff and you didn't tell me about it. And then you called me a bitch and you left in like one of the hardest times in my life. And guess what you're doing right now? You're ghosting me. I can't reach any fucking counselors. Nobody's talking to me. And I go every day thinking, am I going to cry today? Am I going to go off on Brent? Um, am I going to flip out on someone while I'm driving to work? I do that. And so I, I've been getting the question from a lot of my coworkers who care a lot about me. And they say to me, what are you doing for yourself during this time? And honestly, right now I can tell you that what I'm doing for myself is just surviving. Like, I'm fucking here, dude. Like, I'm super fucking lonely. Every night that I don't have Braylon, I go into my empty apartment. And I think about who I can call. My best friend Lisa falls asleep real early. And it's just like me. I just have me. And I get stuck with my thoughts at night. And it's fucking killing me. (laughs) It is killing me. And I don't know what to do. And I'm trying really hard to keep it together. But I just don't understand how it goes from 
talking every day, five times a day, to talking never, and just leaving me like this. And then saying that I, I already knew it was over and blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, no. <laughs> this is not what you do. So this is what I'm working with, man. And it's like, I'll see these people, you know, that I'd be intrigued by. These men that I am attracted to that express interest in me. And it's not like I'm not interested. It's not like I'm not lonely. It's not like I don't want to have sex and go on dates, okay? I just don't feel ready. I don't feel like I could get to know someone like that while I'm trying to heal this part of myself. And I don't know how to heal this part of myself. So I feel like I'm just going to be alone forever. And I'm never going to fucking go on a date again or feel happy or make out or just. One of the big things with Brent and I is that we were really physical. That's how we expressed our love. We were very, very physical. We would touch each other, hug each other, love each other. That's what we did. That was our communication shit. Like we showed each other. We loved each other by being physically close. Okay. Okay. And I just went from, like, having that to, to nothing at all. And then, and then just have, and then knowing that he's out there, like, experiencing a new person is, like, insanely mind-blowing to me. Like, did you make her orgasm? Did she make you orgasm? These are the fucking crazy thoughts I have. What did they do? How did they do it? How many times did they do it? Why does it fucking matter? It shouldn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter, but it matters to me because I'm still in this and I never got out. I never got out and I don't know if the divorce will help. I don't know if that will bring me closure. I don't, I never got to say goodbye. It just ended and then he ghosted me and it, and then there's this new bitch and she's like, ha ha in your face. I'm fucking your husband. P.S. He's not even your husband, but he's still my husband. (laughs) I don't get it. And he won't talk to me. I don't have anything. I don't have anyone to talk to right now. And I just needed that person to call me the other day. I needed her to call me when she said she was going to call me. I don't know what the fuck happened with that, but it really put a number on my brain because I was looking forward to that. I was eagerly looking forward to that. So, if you don't hear from me for a little bit, this is why. (laughs) I have got a lot of best stories. Yeah, I have a lot of wonderful experiences. Yeah, I want to share with you about my best crushes. Like, I have a couple dudes that I'm crushing on a little bit. Does it matter? No. Am I ready? Absolutely not. But does it feel nice to have someone flirt with you and tell you that you're wonderful? Of course. Does it make me feel a lot better and smile and hope for something in the future? Of course. But I'm not ready. And I'm still really sad. 
and I'm really angry and I'm not going to be able to give these podcasts until I can get through this because I'm, I don't want to subject you to my fucking sadness. So until I find something else to talk about and until I heal myself, this is going to be a little bit. So I love you and I will talk to you very soon. I hope. Take care. Love you. Bye.